Vegan Manly Man Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to yet another episode of the Vegan Manly Man Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Singer, as always. And this is the show where we talk about self-growth, plant-based living, and sharing the message of love, compassion, and peace for all beings. Thank you guys for being here, as always. Don't forget, I work really hard on this show to provide you guys with entertainment, value, insight, all that good stuff, education. Um, So if you like what I'm doing here, if you like the content of the show, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. Share with a family member or a friend. Follow me on social media, all that good stuff. You guys know the drill. So, welcome. I think this is episode 32. Wow. We are, uh, we're really rolling with the episodes here. It's crazy just looking back. I was thinking about that today. Like, man, this is just an idea like seven months ago, and here we are. So, today's episode is going to be 10 things I wish I knew before going vegan. And I'd like to preface by saying that a lot of these may be perceived as negative things or funny annoyances, but of course, none of it trumps the incredible benefits gained from the vegan lifestyle, which has been highlighted many times on the show before. So if you need any evidence of why you should go vegan, maybe you're not vegan and you're listening to this, listen to any of the other amazing episodes and then maybe go vegan for a while and then you can come back to this one and probably have a laugh. So I had some of you guys write in on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to share those at the end, but I have my own 10 that I'm going to do first. So we're going to get rolling right into it. Here we go with number one, 10 things I wish I knew before going vegan. Number one, people don't know that plants have protein. Ah, this one makes me make that noise because I get it so often over the past seven years that I literally want to rip my head off. But I understand people are genuinely curious and interested, but it's just so crazy how people don't know that plants have protein and not just like one kind of protein. Like people think that plants have incomplete proteins, which there's no such thing as an incomplete protein. I want to say that right here on the podcast. There are nine essential amino acids that we need in our body. Every single food that we eat contains all nine essential amino acids from a piece of celery to soybeans to if you eat a steak, nothing is an incomplete protein. Now, that being said, there is foods that have a different ratio of proteins in them. So a piece of celery obviously isn't a super dense protein food, but it does have all the amino acids, but they're just in super, super small ratios. A banana, the same thing. Not a lot of protein, but it does have all the amino acids, but they're just in different ratios. When you get into certain heavy hitters like soy, like hemp seeds, like uh, peas, they tend to have a better balance of the amino acid profile. So there's nine essential amino acids. Those nine are going to be pretty well balanced over, let's say, like a piece of tofu or something and a piece of steak are going to be similar. Now, banana is going to maybe have like three of the amino acids be at a higher level and then the rest are super low. So people think, oh, it's an incomplete protein. That's wrong. It has all of them. They're just in different ratios. So that's why you eat a large, varied, wide variety of plant-based foods. And then you're good. And you don't have to make sure. It doesn't have to be in one sitting. Just get it throughout the day. So that is the first thing. I did not know that people were going to ask me that question so much. But yet here I am answering it on the daily But where do I get my protein, actually, if you want to know? Right now, I'm doing 75 hard. Talked about it on the show before. It's a challenge. I'm eating super clean right now. So pretty much, um, 
I'm doing a protein shake every day. I'm doing lots of oats. I'm doing hemp seeds. I'm doing chia seeds. I'm doing rice. I'm doing tempeh. I'm doing tofu. I'm doing lentils and veggies. So that's pretty much it. Whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes, all the whole food staples. That's where I'm getting my protein. But you can get it from soy milk. You can get it from replacement products. You can get it from a Beyond Burger. You can get it from protein shakes. There's so many different areas of food. Areas of food. There's so many different types of foods that you can get protein from on a plant-based diet. So that's number one. Anyone who's vegan or probably even vegetarian can answer that, can can sympathize with me on that. Jeez, I can't talk today. Let's go on to number two. The hardest part is not the diet or the lifestyle, but the social ramifications. Uh, yeah, this one's tough. So you don't realize how different it's going to be in social situations after you go vegan. Just being around other people and like at events and parties and you're the only one not eating and everyone's like, what's wrong? Why aren't you eating? Well, Susan, it's because you fucking bought all animal products and you left me with some carrots and there's not even any hummus it's ranch dressing and it's like oh we have salad for you I don't want a salad okay so that's kind of how that goes you know you go out to eat all your friends want to go to a steakhouse and then you're left with french fries and alcohol I know that every vegan has been well I guess the vegans that don't drink but still french fries I know every vegan has been to that low place before where you're literally just eating fries. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. It's like, there's that meme that floats around and it's like the hardest part about being vegan. And then it's like actually being vegan 1% and then 99% is dealing with other people. And it's so true. It's, it's, it's a little bit more tough, but you know, once you get the hang of it and honestly, I feel like this applies a little bit more like a few years ago, more places than ever now have vegan options and more people know what vegan is and it's easier to get vegan options for people who are vegans um, at events such like weddings, all that good stuff. So I feel like this one is on its way out. Yay. Let's go to number three. Vegan does not mean healthy. This is super important, guys. Oreos are vegan. French fries are vegan. A lot of alcohol is vegan. Just because something is vegan does not make it healthy. There is still so many processed vegan foods out there that you can buy. Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you know, the uh, the processed mock meats, uh, Beyond Burgers, all that good stuff. Now, is a Beyond Burger healthier than an actual burger? I would say yeah. Is it 100% like good for you and what your body really wants? Probably not, no. So if you're eating a whole food plant-based diet... Nuts, seeds, grains, legumes, fruits, and vegetables. You know, that is probably the ideal way to eat. But you want to enjoy yourself a little bit as well. So these products can be added at like a 10 to 20% ratio, ideally, if you want to live a healthy, balanced life. But there's a lot of junk food vegans who just care about going vegan for the animals. That's how I was actually. I initially gave up meat for health reasons. And then once I learned all the ethical side of things... I was just like, well, screw it. If it's vegan, I'm going to eat it. And that was seven years ago, and I've been eating a lot of vegan novelty products since. Like, oh, my God, they have vegan corn dogs now? I have to try that. They have vegan crab cakes? I have to try that. They have vegan ice cream? I have to try that. There's 15 different brands of vegan ice cream? I have to try every single one. (laughs) 
What is wrong with me? Can you guys relate to this? Do you have to eat for the novelty of it just being vegan? Like, I don't care. Like, if a new product comes out, like, I have to try this. Now, there are certain products I've been waiting for. Like, Kite Hill released vegan tortellinis, which is one of my favorite foods. So, of course, I'm going to try that. But there's some crazy stuff going on right now, guys. There are a lot of vegan products coming out. And I want to try all of them. But that doesn't mean that they're healthy. So, vegan does not mean healthy. I wish I would have learned that. I probably would have saved myself some time in the beginning and stuck to my health motivator reasons and you know got not gotten out of shape like I did the first couple years I went vegan and that's another thing people say oh you didn't gain your muscle on a vegan diet you gained it before and you just maintained that's bull because I was pretty out of shape about two or three years into vegan Um, I wasn't working out and I was eating a lot of processed stuff and I put on about 20 pounds of muscle after I went vegan so ha there's that All right, let's go to number four. People will feel judged by you even if you don't say anything. This one's always weird to me. It's like when people are eating their food, they're just like, "Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, And I'm just like, dude, I'm not doing anything. I'm minding my business over here while you eat your cheeseburger. I mean, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, you know, I wouldn't eat that. But that's, I try not to judge. Like, man, I was that person once too. So, I feel like non-vegans need to stop. Don't get me wrong. There are definitely some judgy vegans. But, you know, I try to be humble. I try to not put that out there. But people will still perceive that I'm doing that. I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not trying to judge you. We're all on our journeys. And, like, you know, you, you may not know the things that I know. So, but regardless, they just think, like, no matter what, you're just scolding them. But really, I'm not. Because, trust me, I live in a non-vegan world. I'm a majority non-vegan world. So I've been navigating these waters for a long time. So trust me, it's easy for me to kind of walk around and not really pay mind to what most people are doing because I see it so often. And I'm sadly desensitized to it a little bit, which doesn't deter me from my mission to obviously create a vegan world. But that's that. Let's go on to number five. You will be tagged in the same memes on the internet for the rest of your life. How do you know when someone's vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Let's tag Jake Singer. Thanks, man. I saw this meme seven years ago. And three other people have tagged me in it this week. Ah, uh, this one. It's not as bad now. I feel like less people are on Facebook. Facebook's kind of like not as cool anymore. And I feel like a lot of there's a lot of meme tagging on Facebook. I feel like I don't get tagged in memes on Instagram, which is weird. Like, where are my friends at? Why aren't you tagging me in memes? Madison, why aren't you tagging me in memes? I do. You do tag me in memes. That was a lie. I'm sorry. All right. I at least have somebody tagging me in memes. But for for the longest time on Facebook, every time a new vegan meme would come out, I would get tagged in it like eight times. I had probably already seen it because that stuff just kind of shows up in the vegan community, like like memes that make fun of vegans. So I had probably already seen it like a month or two prior. And then as soon as it hit like the mainstream, like the non-vegan world, it's just like tag, 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 tag. So the vegans at one point made a meme <laughs> that had that one guy from Hot Tub Time Machine, uh, Daryl from The Office. <laughs> and it's like when you see the same meme that you've been tagged in by all your non-vegan friends, and it's just Daryl from The Office that says, I seen it. 
That meme is hilarious. I love it. I got to find that one and just keep that on deck. So hopefully you guys aren't struggling with that anymore. Hopefully that's kind of face out on Facebook, but let's go on to number six. 10 things I wish I knew before going vegan. Waiters at restaurants will confuse vegan with gluten-free. How many of you guys deal with this? Because I deal with this on the regular. Honestly, hey, do you guys have any vegan options? Uh, Let me check. Yeah, we have a gluten-free cupcake. Cool. I love gluten. You can give me all the gluten in the world. I don't want a gluten-free cupcake. I want a vegan cupcake. Do you have any vegan? No, we just have the gluten-free stuff. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I feel like a lot of gluten-free stuff is is vegan too, which is cool. But sometimes it's not. And when I go to a restaurant and I ask for vegan stuff and they confuse it with gluten-free... It really just, um, yeah, it gets me a little riled up. So that is a big one. I, I'm making a big deal out of that probably, but it's true. Guys, waiters, get on the vegan train. At least know what it is. At least know what vegan is. I feel like I feel like in 2000, man, we, Beyonce and freaking Jay-Z go vegan. Like you guys should know what vegan is. You guys love Beyonce. You should know what vegan is. And you should know what gluten-free is. You should know the difference. And they're not the same. All right, that's that. I feel like that was more of a rant. Number seven. Not all vegans are your friends. Yeah, so... Listen, I've met some crazy vegans. And, um... I guess we're all on the same team. But, like... That doesn't mean that we have to necessarily be friends because there are a lot of vegans that do things in ways that I don't agree with. And there are a lot of vegans that are just assholes regardless. You know, just because you're vegan doesn't give you a free pass um, to exempt you, you know, from being an, a, a, a kind human. Those are my kind of people. I like kind, compassionate humans. I like people who no matter what, are, are coming from a good place or coming from integrity. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean that that person is is an ally to you. They, they are in, in one way. They are in, in the realm of the vegan mission, which is to just create a more kind and compassionate world. But outside of that, you could disagree on everything. So not all vegans are going to be your friends. And, and I've gotten into arguments with people online you know, for those reasons, like, I don't know, this is like a trend in the vegan community is just like adding random vegans online. And, and that's where it gets dangerous is because you're adding someone based off of, yes, it is a very big, like moral, like connection. Um, you know, so I'm not, I'm not trying to de deter away from that, but beyond that, again, there could be things that are just completely not in sync. So people are going online and just adding random vegans as their friends and then they come to find out that their views are completely different and somebody posts something and then the other person goes off or they attack your friends and it can get messy. I've had many posts on Facebook that have seemed like World War Three. You know, luckily now the algorithm has changed so nobody sees my posts anyway, so <laughs> they just don't get any interaction. So everything's more peaceful. But not all vegans are your friends. Keep that in mind, guys. An asshole is still an asshole whether they're vegan or not. Be kind. Number eight, once you pop, the fun don't stop. This is actually, uh, this is actually a very somber one. 
I don't know why I titled this. Uh, so when you keep learning about unethical things after you go vegan, that seems to be the trend. Um, so, you know, once you kind of go vegan, it's like it doesn't stop. You start learning about other terrible things that are happening in the world because you've opened up you've opened up your empathy to like hear about things like you're not scared. You're not scared to hear the truth. I think that's the biggest thing. Once you go vegan, you're not scared to hear the truth because you've learned the truth to one of the biggest lies and scams that there's ever been, which is the animal agriculture industry. And so now you're in a place to open up to other things. So it's like, oh, hey, by the way, did you know like your clothes are made from a sweatshop? And it's just like, shit, I don't want to know about that. But hey, I went vegan. Like, let's let's learn. And then you learn. You're just like, man, this world, there's a lot of shit that's going wrong. But that's going to roll right into my next one, which is number nine. With great power comes great responsibility. And the power is the knowledge of knowing about all the fucked up things happening to animals in the world and having to deal with that information accordingly. So I wish I knew how much of a strong person I would have to be to deal with this information because it's very easy to go to a very dark place and just feel hopeless. But if anything, it should inspire you to want to make the biggest change that you possibly can. Knowing knowing all these things are happening in the world, you know, you can either lay down and just let their presser win, or you can stand up and fight for the rest of your life and be fulfilled by that and have a very fulfilling life knowing that you are doing something that is bigger than yourself, that you're doing something for a better world. So that's how you have to look at it, is that you're going to have this great responsibility of having all this information about all the things that are wrong in the world. I didn't know that I was going to have that. And so it really messed me up for about you know, a year, I got to some dark places and then I learned quickly how to flip that around and focus on the solution. It was like, I can't keep sitting here, you know, sharing slaughter videos and just getting myself down and just feeling depressed and and feeling like, man, the world is fucked and there's nothing we can do, but there is stuff we can do. Get out there and be active. Get out there and share your voice. However you do that, focus on the solution, focus on how you can help. Um, because that's it. Those are the two choices. It's like, let it happen and let it consume you or be a part of the solution. So that is number nine. And we're going to finish it up here with number 10. Don't go down the rabbit hole. And by that, I mean, don't go down comment threads on social media when it comes to vegan topics. (sighs) I say this with a grain of salt because there's been times where I've been able to help people in comment threads. So I more or less should say be careful when you do it because you're going to come across a lot of people who, guess what, are not there to learn about your lifestyle. They are there to fulfill their ego. They are there to argue. They are there not even to debate because to debate is to actually listen to what the other person has to say. So they are strictly there to just argue. And that's what you find in a lot of comment threads is that people are not there to see what the other side is like, see what somebody else's opinion is like. They just want to argue with people and they just want like to go down that like self-fulfilling prophecy of, I don't know if that's the right term, but they just, they want to make themselves feel good and they want other people to come in and agree with them as well. So you get like this, this battle of, of two sides with a bunch of people making their side feel good, like a little echo chamber, and then a bunch of people on the other side doing the same thing, and nothing gets done. It's just a giant battle. So if you're going to go down the rabbit hole, do it from a place of 
really knowing your audience, really knowing if somebody is genuinely curious about what you have to say. Because if they're not, guess what? They're just not in a place and time to just be open to information. I don't care how many facts you lay down. I don't care how bad you beat them in a debate. A lot of people are just not, they're not even listening. That's the thing. They're not even listening. They're just in their head thinking about the next thing that they're going to say to try to get you. So be careful when you go down the rabbit hole. I've been guilty of this. I've wasted hours doing this. I have wasted hours giving myself very frustrating headaches going down the rabbit hole. So 10 things I wish I knew before going vegan. That is number 10. Be careful out there, guys. I'm going to read some social media responses that I got. Um, I don't think people necessarily got the gist of this. So I wanted it to be kind of like funny annoyances, um, like things I wish I knew. But a lot of people did stuff that they actually wish like they would have known before they went vegan that that made them go vegan, if that makes sense. You, you'll see. So I kind of have a mix of responses here. So I'm not going to share all the ones that I got just because a lot were the other way. Um, this one comes from Destiny from Drink Sun Milk on Instagram. Shout out Sun Milk. Awesome sunflower seed milk company out of Boulder, Colorado. Check them out if you're in the Colorado area and hopefully they will be going nationwide soon. Um, so 10 things I wish I knew before going vegan. They said, I wish I knew I would constantly be asked, what do you eat? Yes. On like after where do you get your protein? It's probably what do you eat? And, um, I feel like I don't have this response down pat because I eat so many things. Like I don't know where to start. I'm just like, uh, and I always get caught up. So probably to a lot of people, it seems like I don't eat anything. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I can't even listen to anything. But no, I eat so many different things and I'm just like, it's like hard to describe when you eat such a variety of foods, it's like harder to answer that question, but it's literally everything, anything that a non-vegan eats, I eat in a vegan version or I'm eating whole food, plant-based nuts, seeds, grains, legumes, fruits, vegetables. Those are the basics. And then I'm like, I normally throw in like, oh yeah, try to eat, you know, clean and just list what I just listed and then i'll say like oh but they have like you know vegan ben and jerry's ice cream if i'm really craving and they got you know vegan cheese and they got replacement products for everything like like anything you eat like there's a vegan version that's generally what i say so i don't know if people realize the extent of that but that is probably the second question i get most popular after where to you get your protein so good one destiny from drinks on milk we're gonna go to helen Dorenzo on Instagram, and I'm sorry if I don't pronounce these right, guys. I wish I knew that a large amount of ridicule and bad jokes are my future. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be the butt end of a joke sometimes, guys, but you know, you were mentally strong enough to go vegan and stand against the rest of the world and be like the, the 2%, which is on the up and up, by the way. But if you can do that, you can deal with some ridicule and bad jokes. Stay strong, guys. Don't let that get to your head. I know a lot of people feel like very alienated at like family gatherings and, and social events and stuff like that. Stay strong, guys. Use that warrior mindset that you have when you knew you were going to go vegan. You're like, I got to do something. So be mentally tough and and know why you're doing this. And, and that should be the thing that kind of motivates you through that. It's like, eh, I'm doing something bigger than myself. So I don't care if you crack a few jokes at me. Like doing something very noble. So definitely... Uh, Definitely be proud of that in those moments. But yeah, I don't get made fun of as much anymore. 
probably because I'm just a badass vegan. But um, <laughs> uh, shout out uh, John Lewis. He is the OG badass vegan. But um, yeah, when I first went, I feel like I definitely got jokes, you know, from my friends. And now it's it's whatever. I get some jokes at work. The one guy just calls me vegan. He's like, hey, vegan. I'm like, that's fine, bro. If you want to label me as that, like, I'm just be a cool person. Like, if you can be a relatable and cool person, it just gives like vegan like a, a good a good vibe, a good word, a good vibe, a good. What the hell am I trying to say right now? Girlfriend sitting next to me. I'm looking to her for support, but she's not helping. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm gonna move on to the next one. Um, this one is from Vegan Five O. What's up, my dude? Um, on Instagram, he says, uh, I wish I knew about the humane slaughter tactics employed. Facts. Humane slaughter is a myth. How can something be humane against an animal that doesn't want to die? Like, there's there's a, actually, there's this meme that really hit me the other day. And it was Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. And Piglet looked up at Winnie the Pooh and... Is a piglet a boy or a girl? Piglet's a boy. Okay, piglet's a boy. So piglet looked up at Winnie the Pooh and he said, um, "You know, Pooh, will my will my slaughter be humane?" And Pooh said, "Well, I don't know, piglet. Do you want to die?" And piglet said, "No." And Pooh said, "Well, then, no. It's not going to be humane." That hit me right in the feels. I'm sorry, but humane slaughter is a myth, and like these companies do an amazing job of making you think like these animals are getting euthanized which still is not humane. You know, animals want to live and and thrive just like we do. So they're going to obviously use all these marketing bullshit words like humanely raised, free range. And and the truth of the matter is, is that those those standards are, I'd say 99% of the time not held up. I mean, like look at um, Fair Oaks Farm, the supplier for Fair Life Dairy. They were supposed to be, Oh, one of the most humane, you know, companies and, and that video came out of all the abuse over months. And it's just like, it's anytime an animal is being used for profit, you can guarantee that they are not looked at as individuals. They're looked, they are looked at as product. So humane slaughter, humane treatment, that's all myth. And yes, I do wish I would have known about that before I went vegan because I was that person who was buying organic and free range and cage free and because I thought that was better. Um, But it was definitely 100% a lie. So I'm glad that I learned that after I went vegan. But it would have been nice to know before. Probably would have motivated me to make the change sooner for sure. All right, this next one is going to come from Sober Vegan Musician on Instagram. Um... I wish I knew about the health benefits and the extent of what happens with animal agriculture. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I'm glad I stumbled across. Uh, I'm glad I stumbled across the documentary Forks Over Knives and learned about the health benefits, uh, which eventually got me down the road to learn about the ethical side as well. So, obviously, I think most vegans would say that they wish they knew about this stuff sooner. So, 100%. This last one comes from Justin Williams on Facebook. I wish I knew what the simplest things can, or excuse me, I wish I knew that the simplest things can also be the best tasting. Example, sliced banana with peanut butter, raisins, or dates topped with cinnamon. 
Yeah, 100%. Like I I ate some pretty boring foods. Like I ate the same thing over and over, just like meat and potato and like maybe broccoli before I went vegan. And then afterwards, I tried I had no idea what to do when, when I first went. I was cooking like pasta and just like throwing just like raw tofu in it and like to, like just doing weird stuff like cuz I had no idea like what I was doing to cook vegan food. And like Little did I know that you could literally just freaking make a piece of toast and put avocado on it and some salt and pepper and call it a day. And like I have such an appreciation now for the more simpler things. Like I appreciate so much more now just eating like a piece of fruit. I'm just like, oh my God, this fruit is amazing. I feel like you just get a different connection with food because you eat such a variety and you are more likely to eat some foods like by themselves um, rather than like in a meal. So you can just like appreciate them more. Like instead of rice being like a side dish, rice is like the main part of the meal. It's like the star. And then you're just eating this rice and you're just like, wow, like this is so amazing. This grain, I, I never knew how much this could just satisfy me. And just like what, like white rice and avocado with soy sauce is just, uh, so good. And just beforehand, I just never would have thought that that's something like appealing. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that just that sounds horrible. But no, I agree with you, Justin, 100%. I've definitely learned to enjoy the simpler foods. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. Ten things I wish I knew before going vegan. Again, these are all kind of funny annoyances. Obviously, I wish I would have known all the amazing benefits to the vegan lifestyle before I went vegan. And then I would have went vegan sooner. But in a perfect world, that would happen. Unfortunately, that's not how it works unless you are people like Carrie Kidd, who's been vegan since birth, or Nima, Nima Delgado, who's been vegetarian since birth. You know, they kind of got a little advantage there. So shout out you guys. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to get you guys an actual mindset episode. I, I know I promised it last week on the episode, but, um, you know, I don't want to create content that I'm not passionate about. I don't want to create anything that's forced. And sometimes I feel like I have to think really hard about what to talk about and it just doesn't come out as well. So in instances like that, I would rather create something more fun like this, something a little bit more entertaining. So hopefully you guys enjoy this style of show. I think I'm going to keep doing more of these. And you know, when the inspiration hits, that's when I'll drop the juicy mindset, self-growth episodes. But you know that we always talk about that with all the guests here on the show anyway. So don't forget to check out those episodes as well. I got some amazing guests coming up in the near future. So stick around for that. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with friends and family. And I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Guys, you did it. This is the end of this week's episode, so if you're still listening, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for still being here. If you enjoyed the content of the show, don't forget to leave me a rating and review on iTunes and help spread the message of love, compassion, and peace as far as it possibly can go. Don't forget to share with a family member and friend as well. And if you want to stay updated with what I'm doing and have a chance to win some awesome prizes and giveaways, head to my website, www.theveganmanlyman.com and sign up for my newsletter. My name is Jake Singer, and this is the Vegan Manly Man Podcast.